0: one of the things she said where is it she oh yeah she said that she was doing his ex a favor because he was abusive and because he was arrested and charged with assault and so he was like i she's like i did this bitch a favor while also saying like what a what a nasty cunt she was Welcome back to Show Me Yours with Jackie and Johnny, everyone. I'm Jackie Agnew.
1: I'm a very sweaty Johnny (laughs) DeVito.
0: Thank you so much for joining us again. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, like, leave a comment, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, If you're listening on uh, Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review. That's where I listen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice. And wherever you're listening, just give us, give us a subscribe, share absolutely. with your friends.
1: That's important one. I think that's an yeah. important one. Tell somebody about the, about the fun that you're having over here. You know what I exactly. mean? Right? Like why leave everybody out of the party? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just partying by yourself. Is that what the world's come to now, Jackie? With COVID, with, you know, with everything with lockdowns and isolation. It's like, yeah. are you just keeping this party to yourself? Exactly. You know, if Sharing that's the case, caring. then yeah, absolutely. Absolutely.
0: While we're here, um, should we plug some dates?
1: Shit, we shit. Is when going is this going coming out? Monday. Tomorrow. Oh, this going to be out Monday? Oh, yeah. cool. I'm going to close out a show, I think, for the comedy ring on um, uh, Thursday. What uh, What would that be? August 5th? Yeah. I'm going to be doing that one over at the Den on Robson Street. Um, and then the next night doing two shows uh, for Awesome Comedy um, at Abbott and Pender there at the Keto Cafe. And then um, you do yours. I'm going to pull mine up here.
0: Um, So this Wednesday, the 4th, I'm at the American on uh, Main Street. That's at 9 p.m. Uh, Thursday, the 5th, I'm at uh, Keto Cafe, the bomb shelter at I think it's I'm on the 8 p.m. show. Uh, The 7th, which is Saturday, I am doing a show, but I don't know where it is yet. Um, The 12th. (laughs) Twelfth <laughs> <laughs> comedy, yeah, which comedy is, ring, Which um, is the twelfth? I guess that would be next Thursday. So I'm assuming that's probably at the Den. Thirteenth, um, I'm doing two shows next Friday, comedy after dark at a Keto Cafe at seven and nine thirty. Fourteenth, uh, again, don't know where that show is. <laughs> the eighteenth, I'm at Pat's Pub at seven thirty
1: shit that's uh all over the place yeah. i'm doing yeah so the fifth and sixth like i said um one on robson street at the den uh one at keto cafe the following week on the 11th i'll be um at keto cafe again as well 13th 14th, 15th, 20th 23rd for comedy ring i have no idea where those are but uh we'll <laughs> keep we'll keep you guys posted yeah, as long you'll as i know. know when we know yeah and i'm doing the 31st laugh Wild at king's comedy and Kit, so that should nice. be fun too so come yeah. and support uh the local comedy and come get your come catch your yuckles from these wackos yeah exactly aye, aye, aye.
0: So today we are doing a Faces album, which I'm very excited about. A Nod is as Good as a Wink to a Blind Horse. It's a mouthful of a title.
1: Yeah, it's a good title. I like a wordy title, like a long title. I mean, never never been one to shy away from the the long title. a big fan of the Lawrence Arms. They're into that stuff.
0: Yeah, but but before we get into that, we have a a few things to cover first. So how about before we get into this story, how about you tell... You tell me about what happened.
1: The thing today. is, Jackie, is that don't mess with tradition. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I was at a barbecue place just more like a few hours ago. Yes. Right? And granted, we're in Canada. So I mean, like, I don't know. I've never been to the south. So I don't know. Like, you know, what. but I like this place. You know what I mean? They got good meat. Fill my mouth up with all kinds of meat from this place. You know right. what I mean? Right. Yes, so I'm going there for the hot meat injection. Yes and are you naming the place no it's fine right it was my it might have been a miscommunication i might have there's a lot here that i think that i could break down i think behaviorally from me Mm -hmm. like i could have handled it better and uh they could have been a little bit more polite maybe but Mm -hmm. there's no reason to throw this fine establishment under the bus but it just happened to me a couple hours ago so i feel like we should talk about it and the classics that i like when i go to like a barbecue place like if i'm just gonna like eat the fattiest food possible just by myself in a corner right mm-hmm. then i want a brisket sandwich right and i want a side of like um you know like the baked beans you know they do them with yeah. uh with, with all the stuff in it yeah and shit, right so that's just a you know a nice little order right get a little pint of beer mm-hmm. hanging out like enjoying the sunday right yeah. we had a kind of a wild like get home from traveling Bunch of shows and stuff like that, yeah, right? It's so it's heavy, a heavy. This is the first day that I've really had to fucking that exactly. I haven't had to write forty jokes for the fucking roast that I lost first round of Peter <laughs> Grant. Fuck.
0: Yeah, it's been a very busy week since he we got yes. back.
1: Yes. So, I'm gonna you know en- enjoy the meal, mm-hmm. and I can't enjoy it if it's not the way that I want it. Okay. Or the way that it's ordered, right? right. So, for a brisket sandwich. Mm-hmm. um Honestly, if it's just like I could eat good brisket between two pieces of white bread and like that you threw on the floor, right? I sh- I love this shit, right? Yeah. But this one they got like a nice little brioche bun, mm-hmm. and they do a uh, lettuce, tomato, onion okay. on a brisket barbecue sandwich, which is fucking dumb. Okay. It's dis- it's dis- <laughs> It's not the way to do it. Right? right. Okay. When they have their own house-made coleslaw, yeah, that is delicious. Right. I I, I would. It's like I'm – I feel like a girlfriend that, like, my boyfriend, like, I I think he's cheating on me, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. You know what I mean, right? So I'm still, like, going to throw that kind of shade. I'm not ready to break up yet, but, like, I know that, like, we're on the rocks a little bit right now, right? So pardon me if I turn into a catty bitch, Jackie. Okay. The thing is, is that when I ordered the sandwich – I specified to, like, replace... I've been there a lot. Like, I know what, like, what they're up to back there, right? Mm-hmm. Everything they do, I feel like they do it the right way. Like I said, I've never been to the South, so I don't know really, like, a whole lot about, like, the traditional, traditional barbecue. Right. But as far as, like, I'm concerned, I worked at, like, Memphis Blues. Like, we have, like, a barbecue place here and stuff like mm-hmm. that. The idea of putting, you know, lettuce, tomato, and onion on any sandwich at a barbecue place isn't, like, a fish sandwich, like, a like catfish or something like that. Mm-hmm. Then get the fuck out of here, right? Okay. For me. Okay. And I don't mean to get heated about it, but when somebody, like, I... I never send food back mm-hmm. that's another thing too right right yes. so i didn't like what i had ordered so i, I decided to send it back mm-hmm. literally just to take lettuce tomato and onion off of it yeah and put like a fucking ice cream scoop of coleslaw on the thing right very simple yes. right yeah well this gal was you know kind of in like an attitude or whatever and mm-hmm. like her explanation was like well no that's the way we do it and i could just pull that off and eat a fine sandwich of just like you know like the like the meat and the bun or whatever right but not when i know that there's fucking coleslaw back there and that's not when i and not when i want it right so it seemed absurd
0: it's an easy request yes
1: but jackie the plot kind of thickens okay and i kind of have my headphones in the whole time Mm -hmm. and i'm realizing that i'm doing this more and more maybe like quarantine and isolation like we were talking about but i'm like Mm -hmm. i just have my headphones in yeah when i'm in like a a public setting mm-hmm. you know like i should have the headphones out i should greet people you know eye contact be a fucking human being about the thing right but i didn't i chose not to do that i was kind mm-hmm. of listening to this album <laughs> 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 doing some homework for yeah for said episode that we're doing right now yeah so basically the it i was so blown away that there was just even any miscommunication mm-hmm. right like it should have just been like a quick exchange no apology necessary you know no big deal five seconds boom boom in and out. right because when you're at a barbecue place like i ordered that thing she like turned around because it's already basically yeah, yeah right bang 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 chop it up put it on the thing boom there you go right yeah. it's the fastest you know it's it's weird because it's slow cooking but it's like the most fast food or right, whatever that because you can get already prepared absolutely yeah. right unless you get like some fries or something you're gonna have to wait a couple minutes but yeah. other than that um like, the beer is fine. Mm-hmm. I love the, you know, it's like, they, they always got, like, blues and shit playing, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, the decor is, is cool. There's pictures of guys with trumpets and shit like that, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And old wood and stuff like that. Like, everything is, is, is perfect. Like, why is yeah. is why is, are you fucking with my afternoon? And then I think that what had happened was, was just kind of, um, like, I don't know if she was busy, but there mm-hmm. was tables there and stuff like that. So, like, when, when that exchange that's very simple yeah. goes on for, like five back and forths yeah the table next to you starts to think that you're an asshole
0: right okay
1: right and uh so then I was like I was just starting to get the eyes and I kind of realized like I do look like a fucking jerk right now but because why? I have the because I, I kind of I got snooty and I raised the voice a little bit
0: oh okay right okay. she was
1: like oh well you don't want it like this and I said no no no. if you could like I, I asked for the coleslaw instead and she was going oh well, I can bring you like a side of coleslaw and I'm like, I don't want to pay for the extra side of coleslaw or whatever. Like, And she's like, oh, well, this is the way that we do it. And I'm like, yeah, but that's not the way that I ordered it. Yeah. And then, like, you know, it, it was like <laughs> the record screeches and you know, some fun love and, like, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> kind of music and everything. And then yeah. the whole dance stops and, uh and, and like, people look at me. And even, like, there was some snotty kid at the table that, you know, like a little family of four or whatever. And the kid he wouldn't was, like, turned to me and he's like, whoa, bro. Yeah. Maybe you shouldn't handle it like that, and I felt bad about it too. But like, I think that regardless of like the fact that if that was the way that it was ordered, or, or I should have like, handled it a little bit. But but what the fuck are we even talking about, Jackie?
0: Well, okay, so there's a couple things going on here. One that should be at any any reasonable any server who's trained properly for a simple request like that, you want to accommodate the customer, You'd and so, so right? it's so easy to just take it back to the kitchen and to sub it out for coleslaw like it shouldn't have been a back and forth it's like this
1: and like that
0: exactly and then around the
1: bun send it back
0: yeah so it shouldn't have been an issue at all okay so you have that one yeah but um it's funny i want i feel like
1: you rose in a restaurant no oh okay because like my dad has done it like a couple times this is what i'm getting at Yeah. yeah
0: so i feel like there is like an age that people get to where they like become where they start like,
1: oh, do you speaking, think
0: like kind of s- talking back or to to cut food service or customer service or whatever? I never like, want to be that guy. Well, because yeah, none of us ever do. I work but these, I've, like, like so many everybody works in the well, club. yeah, and like I've. I've seen both my parents do it in all sorts of situations so many times Horrifying, and it's right? always so embarrassing when it's you're awful. with that person yeah. and they b- both fuck worked so many different customer service and food service jobs yeah, right? and in my head I'm always like how do you not remember what it's like but clearly I think cuz everyone's parents does do it and, ev- and most people's parents have probably worked customer service at some point. But like, I Jackie, feel I like watched my dad
1: tear into a guy at McDonald's. Like, I, I'm i coming down here to visit, right? Like, mm-hmm. and when I was a kid, um, you know, a couple weeks in the summer, a couple weeks in the winter kind of thing, right? So mm-hmm. we like just get into town. Pop's like, hey, let's go into McDonald's. And I can't remember if we got burgers and didn't get fries or if we were just waiting too long for the whole thing. Yeah. But we're sitting in a booth like around the corner. Like, I can't see the, the yeah. counter. Yeah. And my dad's like, what the hell's going on here? And he goes up there and he starts fucking losing his mind on this poor young kid that's over the counter. And me and my brother like get out of the booth and we like come and like look around and shit. My auntie's there and she's just like, oh, for fuck's yeah. sakes. You know? Another time at a, at the colander, if you're ever in trails, fantastic Italian uh, mm-hmm. uh, restaurant. We go in like the, like when my family, like you get the entire back room, like a table of 50 or something like that, right? So we're having this big thing and they brought out Chicken and potatoes and salads and stuff like that. Like Mm -hmm. a little kind of like first course thing. And then like five seconds later brought out all the pasta. Mm -hmm. And Jackie, you would have thought that somebody shot the fucking, uh, I don't know, prime minister, president, wherever the fuck you are. Yeah. But everybody started to lose their fucking mind. And my dad and my nono, God rest his soul, are the ones that are leading the fucking charge. Right at high school kids yeah, yeah. that are just running food yes. out yes. you know what no, I mean right yeah. to the point where like it's a small town my like they, my, my no no knows the guy that owns the fucking place or whatever mm. right and then they're getting involved right? right? so I don't know at some point maybe there's some fishy shit like they didn't want to pay for 50 fucking people or something like that right. or didn't want to you know do it like that but they're they're knocking shit off the bill and stuff like that right and yeah. I'm just like why are you, like, you guys are ruining dinner
0: right every time you're like with especially if it's like a parent because yeah. it's just like the the shame and embarrassment and especially if you have like worked in food service or customer service at all and you've been on the receiving end of that where you're like i'm just like a fucking foot soldier here totally. like i have no control over the situation Absolutely. but there was one time in particular Pardon that I remember... This, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's hot in here. It's muggy
1: <laughs> in Vancouver. Oh, my God.
0: We, could, um, we can move the fan a bit closer. No, I think we're okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'll be all right. Um, I got my, <laughs> got my sweat rag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's one situation in particular I remember when I was in first year university and I was flying back to school after Christmas break. Yeah. And I really didn't want to go back. hmm um and so it was already like an emotional morning. Like I was like crying to my parents and they had to like pep talk me to like get back on the the plane and like go so back So they're to already having a morning. So it was yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I yeah. <laughs> and so then my dad drives me to the airport uh in Victoria, which is, you know, about an hour and a half from my from my place. Um And we get there and I forget what the exact situation was. It was something like I had a layover that was like a really quick turnaround. And my dad was like a bit concerned about it. And he like asked the lady that was checking us in at the counter, like, do you think like this is like, do you think that that this is going to be an issue? And basically her response was, well, that's like that's how the airline booked it. And my dad was like, "Yeah, but like do you think in like your experience that this might cause a problem because uh, you know yeah, my yeah. daughter's, you know, flying alone and like I just don't want it I don't want her to get stranded in an airport." Yeah. And her response was just just kept going back to, "Well, that's how the airline does it." And my dad eventually like snapped and was like, "Well, I'm asking for your personal opinion <laughs> on how it happens." And I remember he was like what's your name what's your name and she it was some fucking it was like some ridiculous name like Fanny or something that's the best and like so after
1: they get the name they just keep using it to punctuate every sentence now listen Fanny this is what you're gonna fucking do for me okay Fanny he
0: put like some stank on Fanny he was like okay Fanny (laughs) it's a
1: ridiculous name yeah
0: it was like a name like that where it was like in any other situation I would have been like chuckling Yeah, but I was like fucking uh, like 18 years old yeah Like, just, like, like already, like, yeah, yeah, like, already, like, had, like, a rough morning, and, like, in my head, like, the mindset I was in was, like, just, like, get through these flights, like, don't start crying and on the plane or anything, like, get through these flights and get back to my my dorm and just you know that i can let it out when i get back to montreal yeah, yeah, just stay strong but i'm the, just like in the, the zone trip. here yeah. yeah and then it was this whole fucking exchange my dad yelling at the customer service representative in the, like the airport and it was just like mortified and like he was doing like he was it was because like i i was having like a rough morning yeah, and like you well, know, I mean, tears the day's were already flowing, fucking awful and he right? was like trying to like help me and like really didn't want uh, this, this flight to be an issue, but it just, because it was already, emotions were high. It just escalated so
1: <laughs> It became an issue? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I've never been like a customer service situation. For me, it's always been in a restaurant, you know, yeah, or, or something like definitely. that, but that's a cool setting. Like, it's just like, um,
0: yeah, that was a different one. Cause, Cause you can be, you can
1: get it. like an airline, um, you know, representative or some customer service person that. Can, like, make or break your whole fucking, well, I mean, your your trip or whatever, totally. your whole day, right? Yeah. Just based on their fucking attitude. Yeah. And that's not cool.
0: Yeah, when we were flying back from Montreal, the fucking bitch flight attendant told me I couldn't put my feet up. And it ruined the rest of the flight for me. <laughs> for no fucking reason. That I couldn't, because we were sitting- Absolutely
1: absurd. Yeah, for context. Yeah. There's a bulkhead there and a wall, so there's not, like... You're not putting your feet on anybody else's chair. Yeah,
0: exactly. And You're like, not fucking
1: with anything. Yeah,
0: and my feet, like, it was, like, the perfect length oh, where I'm I so could, jealous. Like, rest my feet up. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. Like, no one is being impacted by totally. this. I was yeah. in the middle of the row. Like, yeah. literally, it's not bothering anyone. Absolutely. And it's a wall. It's not like it was a, like a, I don't know, carpeted wall or anything like that. Like, it was, like, a hard surface and nothing yeah. is being ruined.
1: Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: She's like, oh, like, put your feet down. It's like, fucking, why? Like, we and she had already. Maybe if you had, like,
1: dog shit on your shoes or something like that, I understand. Like, the, the thing is, but it was the stank. Yeah. It's always the stank, right? And it's she the way had, that it stank. She had already,
0: because we, we were sitting at the bulkhead, and so there are washrooms right there like literally a foot away from us and at the beginning of the flight she was like just so you know the washrooms that you'll be using are like back in the middle of the plane we were already like well okay fuck you i can
1: smell the farts from the bathroom that's how close we are and we have to walk to the back of the plane yeah that's
0: such bullshit yeah and so yeah and so that was like for no and it was such like a minor thing but it just like threw me threw me through a loop
1: well i mean honestly at the end of like a travel day too like anything Mm -hmm. uh, any indiscretion at that point is like fuck off when we got into the uber and the guy was like ready to fucking stab (laughs) the taxi driver when we were leaving the airport like at that point (laughs) like that could not have gone any better because there's oh like the it's Mm -hmm. after the day of a long trip when like you're just kind of like at the whim Mm -hmm. of like Airlines and stuff. There's no face to it. Then you get into that Uber driver, and you're like, that guy's gonna fucking throw down to get us where we have to go exactly. in the least amount of time. Yeah. And because we had already awesome. decided
0: to like go for the Uber instead of like getting on the train and dealing with all of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was just been a little bit pain in the <laughs> ass. But yeah, he was ready exchange. to stab
1: that fucking guy.
0: Are you fucking kidding me? You're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I love that he just like he
1: screams his yeah. lungs out at this fucking guy's right, threatens yeah. violence, f- speeds around mm-hmm. them. And then looks back at us all, catch like right. Yeah, <laughs> was like, oh, that was awesome. Yeah. I said fucking right. Yeah,
0: but yeah, I don't think I have ever really lost lost it at any sort of customer service. I've definitely have had like terse exchanges, yeah. but nothing uh, nothing too bad yet. My parents are because they know that I get really embarrassed when sure. it happens around yeah. them. So they always say they're like waiting for the day that I finally turn. Cause they're like, it always happens. Like you hit an age and you, you just want things done the way they're supposed to be done.
1: Well, there's a level of like, um, entitlement that comes with that age where it's mm-hmm. like, you can't believe that person's so fucking dumb. Yeah. Right. For a task that you could so simply handle yourself. Right. And yeah. I think that that's where like, yeah. like where my mm-hmm. pops is coming from. Like I will go back mm-hmm. there and do the fucking job for you yeah right uh, but
0: <laughs> i will scoop the fucking coleslaw <laughs>
1: yeah i apologize like I honestly like um, yeah you know you get into a fight and you kind of know that like you were both a little bit in the wrong yeah, yeah you know like i've i hope that like i see her tonight when i get to bed and i'm like you know um, uh, and we both say like I'm sorry at the same time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, that's kind
1: of that's the that's the ending I'm hoping for. Yeah, yeah, just
0: recreating really it in e- your mind <laughs> over and over again. a uh, Situation
1: that that woman will never think about. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna were be just,
0: like one of many assholes she had to deal d- with today. Yeah, totally right. <laughs>
1: but for whatever reason, that uh, exchange is just gonna be like you know burned into my memory. So
0: yeah,
1: could have handled it better.
0: Yeah, but she also could have handled it better.
1: Oh fuck it's yeah! A very simple request. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah. ridiculous, right? But yeah. uh, you know, at at the end of the day, right? Just yeah. Uh,
0: well, do you feel better now that it's off your chest? <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Because yeah. once, like,
1: I I I fought for my rights. Mm-hmm. You know, I was yeah. stood up for what I thought was right. Mm-hmm. And the uh, coleslaw came on the bun, and it was a fantastic dining experience. So you got
0: that. it. You got what you wanted yeah. in the end. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, good. of
1: course. Nice. I wasn't. I would not. It's a seventeen dollar sandwich, Jackie. Oh, oh right yeah, like i mean yeah, it's yeah, low yeah. and slow they take care of the shit yeah. or whatever so i understand if you're paying more uh, that's 17 dollars sandwich yeah, yeah. If i could get a nine dollar donair across the road that's like honestly more food right yeah yeah uh, you're making a choice at that oh, point be. you know to support that right so i wanted it nice you know but it's not well yeah.
0: a happy ending then i think so overall
1: yeah, yeah. just <laughs> just a roller coaster ride emotion of emotions yeah. to get there so
0: <laughs> well speaking of a roller coaster I want to talk about this story. So, a woman has gone viral on TikTok after posting a video explaining uh, when she learned that her now ex-boyfriend had been cheating on her with his ex. She hosted a fake funeral for him. So, I'll I'll go into the details. Yeah, like
1: there, I have so many questions. So, break yeah. down. Yeah, break it down for me. So,
0: first while today. this while this uh, woman was pregnant. Her baby daddy had an affair with his ex and after she gave birth, she found out about the affair and then shortly after uh, their baby was born, the dad was arrested uh, for assault and then his ex was messaging him like asking what was going on why wasn't he replying to her messages
1: and he's in jail on the phones at at the house where yeah, the wife is
0: exactly so she uh. replied well so she saw the messages and then messaged the ex herself being saying that he had died and she went so far as to like recruit her uh, the baby daddy's family members to get in on it and they had a fake funeral and sent the ex photos from the funeral and This is
1: so fucking wild. Where right? did this happen? Like who are these who who are these people that did this?
0: So I Do believe You know like nationality. So the, in the in the videos she has what I perceive to be a British accent.
1: That makes I don't know, like vindictive fucking yeah. like this seems like um like, uh, like the tutors or, you know what I mean? Some highfalutin shit or whatever. Right? Because the amount of hassle that you would have to go to to stage a funeral right? for some bitch.
0: The fact that his family was in on it.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. and Honestly, from jail, like, you hear, like, you know, your girlfriend goes and uh, your wife goes and beats up your girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. It happens to the best of us, I'm sure. You right. know? And when you go, oh, you know, that bitch is crazy, Right. Never once would you assume that they would go to those lengths as to recruit your family. And what's up with dude's family? Right? That They're no, like, they're fuck, fuck like, yeah, that's fuck hilarious. It. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and so this is, it's been three years now, and she still thinks he's dead. And she <laughs> posts little tributes every year on the, the anniversary of his death to, to the love of her life and how she's sorry She couldn't be there when he died. um (laughs) and so this this girl that made the videos
1: did she say the cause of death was like car accident because i don't know yeah so i didn't
0: watch all the videos i'm sure she goes into much more detail but um basically she did because obviously people were questioning the validity of this story it's pretty fucking wild yeah so she she pulled up some receipts and so she showed uh screenshots of some casket of casket rental. <laughs> well, like what? she she showed some of the photos from like the fake funeral, and she showed screenshots of this, uh, the ex's posts memorializing. That's what I saw.
1: You yeah, you did send yeah. me the, the memorial posts. The
0: one that I that I sent you the screenshot. <laughs> one one month tomorrow, you left. You said goodbye <laughs> to your demons. There was nothing anyone could do. This was your peace. If I could have done more, I would have. But I know you left, knowing I always had your back and always loved you. R.I.P. Scott. Forever my last love. X. 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 Do you
1: think he's hearing <laughs> about this and he's seeing all that shit? Because I think if you could uh, get, like, like log on to Facebook from jail or something like that, like whatever, if he could ever get... Like, look at that. Mm-hmm. I bet his wife isn't sending him love letters like that, right? So if he's in for a period of time where he's yeah. kind of like, damn, you know what well, I mean?
0: Well, apparently, he once he's still currently in jail, but he has found wow. out about this ruse and yep. he just kept the lie going. Well, because I mean at
1: this point, yeah, cause you already call it cheating, right? You're in, I don't the think they're there
0: together anymore. The, the baby daddy good, and good the baby Yeah, mama. That's fantastic. And right. she, yeah. One of the things she said, where is it? She, Oh yeah. She said that she was doing his ex a favor because he was abusive and cause he was arrested and charged with assault. And so he was like, I, she's like, I did this bitch a favor while also saying like, what a, what a nasty cunt she was (laughs) how
1: how much she deserved this. Not even a little bit vindictive at all. I like it. You know, I mean, I, I I think that it's clever. It's, um, insanely original, Right. you know, like I don't know of anybody who would go like through that, like she just has to be like an ultimate prankster or something like that.
0: The thing, the the original prankster, how
1: could you. Um
0: the question that I have is and maybe this is addressed in in the videos yeah. th- what about the mutual friends it's not like they live in a, a vacuum where no one else there's no knows way right that like that's why I think yeah. that like
1: the story has to be kind of bullshit or whatever unless, like, there is no mutual friends, right? Maybe, like, yeah. in, the, in the days of Tinder and stuff like that, you know, like, you just might meet maybe. somebody and, yeah, there's there's really no other She did no say that the ex had, like, there.
0: since moved out of state, and so there was, like, no risk that they had been communicating. Did they say out of
1: state and, nah fucking, who knows where? That's insane. Oh, yeah,
0: maybe it was. A, I have no idea. Maybe, maybe it wasn't out of state. I don't know. That sounds uh, like some
1: Becky shit, for sure. Yeah. Like, like, too much time and money on her hands. Maybe it
0: was in the States, but I swear she had an accent in the videos. But so maybe it's it was, like, someone else speaking on her, her behalf. Yeah. I don't know.
1: Well, oh, that's, yeah. I mean, it, it's cool. It's fucking crazy.
0: It's so petty. I love have it. Have you
1: ever done anything petty like that? Like, I mean, I obviously so not to that extent, but I. I was trying to. I
0: was Yeah, I was trying to think about that because I was going to ask you if you'd ever done anything petty like that. And I was trying to th- I really don't think I have. I don't really do shit like that. Like, I really don't i can't think yeah of anything i don't that know i, I probably have, done,
1: yeah. have like i mean like in high school or you know what i mean like might have done something that's, that's mm-hmm. probably stuck in my mind i don't know there's an x or two that i'm sure will be like fuck yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: but uh yeah off the top of my head
0: yeah nothing yeah like definitely that. nothing to this
1: no i keep uh, all that shit like I keep, I keep privacy I is have important definitely
0: told like not like not hurtful lies or anything like that but i have definitely told like Somewhat elaborate lies to like get out of shit, sure. like pretending that I've like let that I'm like out of town or something I have to like go that. I'm going to play golf
1: with guys tomorrow. I'm c- th- currently thinking of the lie to get out of that. Yeah, as we yeah.
0: Speak. And I like, oh, I I shouldn't say this one because it was recent. But there was uh, <laughs> <laughs> there was um, some <coughs> time at some point in my life where I said that I was somewhere that I wasn't, and I almost went so far as to like get people the place that i said i was i have friends who who live in this place and i almost went so far as to get these friends to send me photos from where they were so i could like post them and stuff on like my stories and shit i didn't what were you but doing jackie were you just out <laughs> in the night no 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 sounds like, like, like you were up to something no i'll i'll, I'll explain it. i'll explain after i don't want to say it on here because it was recent
1: <laughs> all right i guess you it's know nothing, i thought it's nothing i much. thought i thought that we no, had a relationship with we our no, viewers you know that was, you
0: know you know this this what
1: this, was i was i lying with you
0: uh were we lying together no. were we were we, we weren't in, we
1: were in, we were in, in cahoots
0: I don't think we were no, I wouldn't say we were in cahoots, but you knew that I was doing this. You'll, so you'll I was like I,
1: I was you, you know? okay, yeah, open to yeah. cahooting, but yeah, not you were needed privy to the to the, the scheme oh, I was sure. running here. Okay. <laughs> awesome. All right, yeah, we don't have to we don't have to say it if you're if you're uncomfortable about it. I'll tell you guys later, I guess.
0: Yeah. But uh but yeah, nothing this extreme. But yeah, I do know wild. that mindset where you just like you're just like trying to I don't know, you, you get into this thing where you're trying to get out of something or you're trying to maybe in her case, get someone out of your life and you just like take it to the extreme and then it just keeps like snowballing and shit. Totally.
1: I don't know. I mean, lies are are the, are the thing that, that'll get you. Right. But like, you know, again, (laughs) like we have a pretty good relationship with these people. I don't want to, I don't want to bring myself down that road, but yeah, yeah, maybe just like, don't because, um, once you have to try to like keep up with that and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's definitely a good, uh, it's a good skin to shed. Yeah. If, if you have a if you have a history yeah, of that, it's yeah. you should and stop like, doing it. <laughs> yeah, totally, definitely. yeah, don't But yeah, I've been involved. Uh, I've been involved.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. The, and if you lie, it's so exhausting having to maintain that lie. Yeah. It's and stupid. especially like now, like, but I've hit my head so many times, my memory isn't good, and so I just like I. Have oh, no you couldn't
1: keep the story straight if exactly, you wanted. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like,
0: there's no, uh, there's no point lying about it. Yeah. The amount of energy yeah. that you have
1: to put into it is not what I want to spend my day there doing. There was
0: one time when I was working. At the bagel shop on the island, <laughs> and um, she, I, I was supposed to have a day off, and so I was like really stoned and like day drinking uh. and shit, and she like called me into work, and I, I don't know, I, I, I was pretty young at the time, so I didn't want to say like, oh, I'm stoned and and drunk, yeah, and so yeah. I was like, oh, like I. Um, I'm sorry, I can't. I'm like in Victoria. I had to drive my friend to get an ultrasound, (laughs) which in my defense, I had done that a week earlier. And so I was like, you can't (laughs) say like, I
1: mean, in my defense, you know what I mean, right? Like I didn't get my balls sucked by that girl. But in my defense, like, I mean, I did slap her titties around a little bit with my penis, right? Like it's kind of the same thing, but Regardless, erroneous even. Yeah. Jesus Christ, Jackie, how fucking hot is it in this bedroom right it
0: now? It is my like the area, but where my my uh, my calves meet my thighs are sweating. Oh man. Okay, we'll Whoa. move on to the move on to the album. <sighs> Please. Okay. Sorry. So faces. This is a band that I think a lot of people sleep on.
1: I think that, I w- yeah, when you brought up Faces, I thought they were going to do the Mac Miller album. I was like, oh, that's crazy. There's no crazy Mac th- Miller album called Faces. I thought there was. That's when I looked on Spotify, and it was like, boom, that's what the one was. It's uh, Yeah, when you look Faces on, on Spotify, that's the first thing that comes up. Moving on.
0: Okay. Um, I think you're mistaken. <laughs> but okay this is the third album by <laughs> by the british rock band faces uh released in november 1971 uh, and it's actually the second record that they released in that year um the first was a uh, long player in february of that year and so the band was originally called small faces and they didn't have uh rod stewart or ronnie wood in it, um, but the lead singer slash guitarist uh, Steve Marriott Marriott uh, left to form Humble Pie, and so then Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood joined the band, and they changed the name to Faces partly because uh, Rod Stewart and Ronnie Wood were significantly taller than the rest of the band, and so they were no longer small. Small.
1: Faces. Okay. Yeah. strictly a stature thing. Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> And so this is the band's most successful album and generally, like, regarded as the most, like, consistent and, like, balanced of their career. And it's kind of like the, like, if you want to get into Faces, listen to this album because it's, like, you know, it's their sound. It really, uh, like, epitomates Yeah, they definitely have
1: their sound going. It's, like, the fuzz rock 70s kind of, like, the the guitar tones or whatever sound kind of cool and shit.
0: Yeah, it's very classic old school British rock. Yep, yep. Um... And so it's also, but this album was also kind of like the beginning of the end uh, for the band because Rod Stewart's solo career sort of began eclipsing. All I that know of about Rod
1: Stewart's solo career is, "If you want my body, and do you think I'm sexy?" So, like, yes. why was so this is not that? So
0: yeah, so we'll get into that too. Um, but yeah, so um, when they recorded their next album two years later, uh, "Ooh La La," which is you know the the single, "I Wish."
1: That I oh, that's these guys. Yeah. Oh shit. So that wow. was their next album. Well, they have some hit on here, "Stay with Beer or whatever. Yep. As, uh, yeah. Uh, that so uh, that's one that I recognize for sure.
0: And so, uh, yeah, when they're recording that album, uh, Ronnie Lane, who was a founding member of Small Faces, left because his role was being diminished as mm-hmm. Rod Stewart was just shooting to to fame. Yeah. And so they replaced him briefly, but uh, ultimately the band uh, disbanded in 1975. And so uh, uh, the members of the Faces are, as I said, Rod Stewart on lead vocals. Uh, then there's Ronnie Lane. Uh, he's on uh, bass, acoustic guitar, percussion, mainly mainly bass. Um, then there's Ronnie Wood on lead guitars, so like slide, acoustic, pedal steel. And he does backing vocals too. And you might remember Ronnie Wood would go on to be the guitarist for Rolling Stones, his first album being Black and Blue.
1: It all comes together, Jackie, the creepy vampire guy in the back, the luckiest (laughs) son of a bitch to get the job? Yeah. Oh, cool. Okay. So that was 1976. Ronnie!
0: So this is 1971, then 1976, then 1975, Faces disbanded. So Ronnie's okay. 1976, he joins Rolling Stones.
1: How long would he be in the band for? Ronnie, uh, Rolling Stones after that.
0: Rolling, he's still in.
1: Oh, get out of here. Yeah. Right, not bad, Ronnie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we have Ian, Ian Mc... Mag- fuck, I'm so sorry. I'm butchering these names. Ian McLaughlin on piano. Uh, Kenny Jones on drums.
1: That's a hard one to pronounce. Yeah.
0: And uh, Harry Fowler on steel drums on one song. Old he's Harry really Fowler. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's not really in the band proper, but... okay. He's on this album. Anyways, so the title comes from a, a Cockney I- expression uh, that basically means like a, a hint or a suggestion is like a, as good as getting a, a whole explanation.
1: Oh, yeah. no, yeah. Go in cause yeah, it's definitely it's one of those um, expressions or like idioms or whatever mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. makes perfect sense mf doom said it in a line one time and i was like ah nice yeah
0: (laughs) and so the original issue of the album came with this like large poster that had this huge picture collage and it had like this band was notorious for like partying and so the picture collage had like photos of like pills and and drugs and a bunch of like naked groupies and shit nice and uh but weeks after the record was released the record company had second thoughts and reissued the album without this poster and so after this the
1: first like thousand copies are already out or whatever, yeah so this poster
0: is now like a collector's item because yeah. it was immediately like taken off the is this the, the
1: original weeks. that or is this a re-release
0: this is a re-release so I you don't, don't have, have the poster, poster okay. unfortunately um so as we were saying though this is or actually first you tell me what you what you thought of this album
1: It was good it was quick I think for the music like this um I I would much rather get uh get it in like smaller doses rather than like an hour long record or something like that mm-hmm. so it came in at about like a little over 30 minutes which I which I thought was mm-hmm. was nice um but other than the length of the of the album like musically speaking I do like those kind of like fuzzy guitar tones and stuff mm-hmm. like that it has that really old um Yeah, British rock vibe, I think. um, Unfortunately, I think, like, rock and roll, like, for me, was, like, you know, turning, like, a a much cooler corner Mm -hmm. right around this time or whatever. Mm -hmm. So, like, obviously, I could see why all this stuff never really, you know, um, got to me. But Mm -hmm. um, there's a really kind of cool storytelling vibe, I think, from a lot of these songs, which I can, which I'm definitely into. But, um if there is any falter here, it's like maybe seventy percent of the stories aren't that interesting. Okay. To me, sure, right? Yeah, so yeah. like musically, it's kind of cool, but like they're mm-hmm. just like saying whatever they're saying and shit, right. right? So I think, and then like then you have a song like come um, like Stay with Me that so clearly stands out. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So goddamn clearly, or Nashville, mm-hmm. so clearly stands out like it's mm-hmm. like uh, you know I think like definitely like the front runners on the record. So if I mean for an album with. I mean, there's only what nine songs on the fucking thing or right, something, right? Yeah. So those two like absolute bangers, um, like I would put on like any classic rock playlist or something like that. I mm-hmm. think that's like that's like kind of like the epitome of the sound or whatever. Um, and there was a jam song at the end that right. I didn't hate because okay. I thought that they did it kind of like the right way or yeah. whatever, right? Like it didn't ju- it didn't bore me. Yeah. yeah, I was sitting, I was, you know, I just I, I just fought a war like over that. coleslaw <laughs> and uh, and then I realized um kind of how long um that song had kind of been going on for and i was like oh this is like a this is a longer jam style tune that i don't hate so that was cool Cool.
0: yeah yeah i mean like this album uh i guess i never really like had too much of a relationship with the album itself yeah but i i mean like i love the band they um know it's just like the the kind of music that like i really enjoy and that like kind of reminds me of my childhood and stuff. totally yeah like this uh this would have been this album i think came out right after uh rod stewart had his single maggie may which is like sort of the same kind of vibe okay. and that's yeah that's fucking like is
1: that awesome. the name of the first song on this one or something no. like that oh okay no. sorry no. um the name of a bride
0: yeah yeah but that that (laughs) song is like one of my favorite songs ever there's such a cool there's a scene in um lords of dogtown where heath ledger's character at the end is like in the in the shop when he has to like go work in the back when his shop is bought out yeah and he's just like jamming to maggie may oh okay yeah
1: okay if it's um uh i there's a few uh like it you know like montage in like a movie like blow or something like yeah, that. It kind of yeah. has some of those like, uh, yeah. Songs, I can't remember yeah. exactly the name of, of a song, but
0: yeah, uh. but I guess this, uh, I guess it just is more like nostalgic to me totally. than anything. Mm, totally. Though I still definitely like obviously listen to this music a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like we were saying, so this, uh, this era of Rod Stewart is kind of when like, I think Rod Stewart was like still Rod Stewart. I don't Jackie, it, when yeah. you're talking,
1: the guy that you're talking to has no fucking idea. <laughs> so
0: like uh, like you're saying most people when they hear rod stewart now they think yeah like do you think i'm sexy yeah like very like disco like poppy and stuff bad
1: haircuts worse clothing like really make you uncomfortable kind of when you're a kid right yeah
0: but this is like what he was before that
1: this is cool yeah like the music here is this is rock and roll you know what i mean right like i'll I'll give it that like i mean be it a little soft or whatever for my taste it's like it's the but it's the it encompasses that time if you think of like you know, 1971 at the end of, like, the the hippie and the, and the rock mm-hmm. starting to get a little bit harder or whatever. Then Yeah. Yeah, I think. F- yeah, that fits in perfectly. Yeah, though.
0: and this is, like, right at the peak of it. And then, like, so, like I said, this is 1971. Do You Think I'm Sexy it came out in, like, 1978. So yeah, oh, yeah, like for
1: sure. Well, disco had to come through and take over. Yeah, and, and so over, this yeah. was
0: right when he was, like, hitting the peak of his, his solo career. And then the band kind of fell out because of that. And then, you know everything he, he became a different a different kind of musician
1: isn't that weird like yeah. when disco came in i fucking heard the story like um it's the Bee Gees. their record label comes up to them says you guys like nobody wants to hear anything that you're um mm-hmm. that you guys are doing right now uh people want to hear disco right so get out of here and they're like well no we'll do disco and they yeah. the, the record label didn't want to hear it so they record staying alive on their own dime mm-hmm. re-release it and people find out that it's the bg's and then they, like, went on to bump themselves out of the number one mm-hmm. billboard spot, like, fucking four or five times or something like that. Yeah. How ridiculous is that?
0: Yeah, I know. Disco is kind of weird like that. Like, so many bands kind of, like, even Rolling Stones, um, their it album, came in and, yeah. Some yeah. Girls, is, like, very disco-y. It's a
1: crazy flash in the pan.
0: Yeah. But um, so with Rod Stewart, so by the early 90s, he wasn't really... Uh, he had pretty much abandoned, like, creating his own material because uh, he said he felt like he wasn't a natural songwriter and that the response he was getting to, like, his new work wasn't worth the effort If somebody could him. write
1: a song like, Do You Think I'm Sexy? and then you could make Rod Stewart money, then I get that. Yeah, but, like, it's kind of a bitch move. In,
0: but in my opinion, it's kind of, like, a shame because if you look at, like, this music, I think that, like, he wrote some of, like, the most memorable classic rock songs with like stay with me ooh la la maggie may and so interesting but like he just didn't doesn't feel like he's a good songwriter okay. which is wild to me yeah. um and and because of that he doesn't really you know write his own shit anymore and so do you think that like people's like insecurities can get in the way of them achieving success or like staying successful or and like do you need kind of like a bit of an inflated ego to like really achieve great success and and longevity and obviously like Rod Stewart is still incredibly successful and he's had like a great career but he's not doing what I think he was best at yeah so do you need to like have some sort of like self delusion to kind of like keep going on that that path I think that's a really
1: interesting like outlier probably because to i think in order to to get to where he was he had to you know work incredibly hard to kind of hone a craft Mm -hmm. right so then after that craft is more or less honed and you're making some of like you know the you know the, the music of the decade or whatever for you to turn around then and say that you're not a songwriter right like i think that the it almost sounds like he lost confidence over time mm-hmm. in his ability.
0: Yeah,
1: you know what I mean. Like uh, that's kind of crazy like, almost because as
0: he got more famous, like I don't
1: know. I find like oh, writing is a little bit different. But the more that I write, I find that it gets better. Totally. You know what I mean, right? So, but that being said, like a lot of um, a lot of musicians do tend to um, um, I'm not going to say get worse over time, but definitely like lose. Uh,
0: get like more comfortable just uh, like, Well, yeah. w- whatever
1: the case is I think that when they, they they'll naturally progress into wherever they're going to go and then the core um, you know followers are like the fandom and stuff mm-hmm. like that it's going to be hard to to stay in the boat with them on such like a long journey from say yeah. like a Bob Dylan kind of perspective or something like right. that or even I mean in punk rock it's fascinating to see how many um, of these musicians can still kind of keep like a credible foot in the music industry or you know what i mean staying al- al- alive even though their band is not necessarily as popular say it was in yeah. the 90s and stuff like that but you know guys like tim barry has completely revamped his entire career doing mm-hmm. folk music now where it used to be hardcore before right so yeah. i think in order to to stay eating like that when you're not as successful like you really have to believe in yourself totally. and whether there's like an ego exactly. thing yeah. or like it's a love of the game situation like yeah. i don't really know what it is but you know, to, to step away at that level, I think, is is pretty fucking crazy. Like, unless you're yeah. doing so much blow that your mind is just like, you know, I mean you're, you're like, fuck it. it, right? Yeah. Like, he probably tried to, like, he's like, I'm going to maybe change the game with this record or something. Maybe he was making some shit that he wasn't into and then lost confidence yeah. in himself. I would like to see that biopic.
0: Yeah, because that's what I kind of feel, too, is that as he, like, moved towards this more, like, disco, poppy, yeah. like, showman type vibe maybe like you know he lost he wasn't like flexing that muscle anymore that he was when he was writing like this kind of music totally and then like he the song like obviously he hit a hit a peak and was super successful but then you know it kind of fell fell flat and when he wasn't getting the response that he used to get he maybe just like lost confidence and like doesn't know how to Go back to something like this because it's been so long where he's been pushed the other direction.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Like I, th- I would be so happy to see, you know, uh, an artist of mine that I would consider of like has like fallen off mm-hmm. in recent you know time to to go back. I'm trying to think of like an example so I could throw some shade at. Uh, Somebody AFI Mm -hmm. AFI is like a really popular band amongst like teenage girls or something now Mm -hmm. and they were when I was a kid or whatever But it was almost like death rock hardcore kind of like Mm -hmm. weird and the spooky imagery like we should have saw it coming Right you know what I mean it was a natural progression or whatever to where it is now Mm -hmm. Um and I can't like get mad at like what like kind of like an art rock death band or whatever now Which like I don't really dig Morrissey or fucking Bauhaus or like the goth scene and shit like that And much less kind of like poppy emo music with super sad lyrics right yeah. i like afi as a hardcore band so if if i comes through town i'm very hesitant to get a ticket to that even though right. i have a stack of albums of theirs yeah. and i really like what they did up until you know what i mean like a certain yeah a certain album i'd say like the art of drowning or something like that is, is great
0: yeah so. and i feel like we've talked about that a lot on here too yeah. is like bands Progr- like changing you know as they as they go on and yeah the flatliners and make the flatliner uh, skull again <laughs> but i think it's a i think you also kind of like have to you have to grow like as you grow as a person otherwise then it's not genuine anymore if For that's sure. not what you're feeling For sure. and you're just like making the shit that you used to yeah. make even if you've grown past that and that's not what you want to do anymore
1: yeah it's fascinating there's some bands like i mean you get like uh that find their groove and stay in it mm-hmm. and i think like that'll that'll definitely work for you if you have like a loyal following and mm-hmm. you know they kind of all expect the same thing or or whatever right or like um they did the descendants just put out a new album right, right. fucking great it was mm-hmm. awesome because it's exactly what i want from that band yeah you know what i mean they did exactly what they do right and i fucking was ecstatic or, right you know about it right but you know uh you especially, like, younger kids, it's kind of weird. It would be weird to see, like, you know what I mean, like a a younger musician, you know, Mm -hmm. traveling and touring and meeting so many people and, you know what I mean, getting better at, you know, sharpening all the tools in the toolbox for them to just kind of do the same thing over and over again would be kind of weird, but I'd guess each their own. I don't know. Well, and
0: you're, like, the Descendants, like, when was their last album that that came out?
1: They did um, uh, an album, I want to say was that coffee spaz one maybe um let's say like six years ago or eight years ago or something like that yeah yeah.
0: so maybe it's like if you're like there's that much time off in between albums it's easier to then go back to what you're doing versus if you're putting out an album every year for eight years then you're naturally your sound is naturally i would say that they maybe
1: have like 12 albums over the course of 40 years right so i mean not they're not coming yeah every every other year right yeah the same group of musicians and a different singer also do a band called All. Mm -hmm. And you'll see more progression through that band because Mm -hmm. I think they have maybe 20... Oh, yeah, that's an interesting point. Mm
0: -hmm. So we were talking about um, Stay With Me. Yeah. And so Ronnie Wood, I was watching this interview with him, he said that he basically came up with the, the guitar rift like it it rift, riff.
1: <laughs> Caused her whole rift in the yeah, scene with yeah, that riff. Huh? riff. I was, yeah, sure. <laughs> Bend time and space yeah, with that lick, chasm. Ronnie.
0: Yeah. Boom. <laughs> Fuck yeah! It's a guitar rift. <laughs> <laughs> Could you
1: imagine? Could you imagine the implications on space and time yeah. if Ronnie Wood struck a chord? Rift. <laughs> That's probably the reason that we're in the timeline that we're in now. Yeah. You have to go back to the time that Ronnie Wood first played this riff for Stay <laughs> yeah, With yeah, Me.
0: He created the, the guitar rift, the great guitar rift. Yeah. All, so, all, all in
1: one sense, the, um, the guitar player for the Rolling Stones mm-hmm. ultimately caused the destruction of Western civilization and the world as we know it. Yeah. Yeah. Fascinating.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in another sense, he also came up with the guitar riff for stay with me uh cool. in a in a dressing room before they were going on stage kind of just to like to pump rod stewart up he's mm-hmm. like oh like play something like to get me like in the zone so he just like be
1: like Fuck you man i'm going out there too yeah <laughs> so we just, like, play something for me asshole. with
0: these chords and then eventually <coughs> uh rod then put words to it and the song grew from there and i feel like that's fairly common for songwriting in yeah. bands like they'll have a, a riff or a, or a beat or a rift first uh, there's a famous <laughs> story about
1: the uh, the long view or the masturbation song or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. the, from green day that doom 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 it's just such like a classic yeah. like walking bass line or whatever yeah. and apparently mike Drint, whatever the fuck his name is um there's yeah. the uh, the bass player for green day is sitting on a living room floor watching tv on acid with his bass just like sitting there just like fucking mm-hmm. with it or whatever and then he just found that doo-doo yeah. or whatever so that's kind of like a yeah that's and a cool we little
0: saw it um in uh uh rumors Fleetwood Mac 2 the chain they had that dun- 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 dun, that like riff at the the beginning of the song that's like super recognizable mm-hmm. they had that first before like they they, they yeah. lyrics to yeah, it, yeah, yeah yeah and they kind of it was like something that they would just they started playing, like, in concert between songs until eventually it became a song of its own. Um, And so, anyways, we see this with with bands and songwriting all the time. But do you think when you're, like, writing a joke, do you ever, like, go into it knowing what you want, like, the rhythm or the tone to be, and then you kind of find the words after?
1: No, I've never... I would love to think that way because, like, I... I do that after the fact. Like, once I know, like, mm-hmm. what the what the setup and punch is going to be, then, like, manipulating it to, yeah. you know, to, to, to flow nicer. You know what I mean? In the set, pull the words out and shit like that and really try to yeah. play around with it. And then in the course of that, you might actually find, like, a different angle or something else to, yeah. you know, to tack onto it or whatever. So, like, if eventually, by, like, shorting it down, you mm-hmm. do kind of build it out. Right. In a in a different sense, yeah. right? If, if that makes if yeah it makes sense yeah, to you, right? Yeah, yeah. But um, I think that I it's it's the same with with, with music or anything. I'm all I'm lyrics first, right? right? So if that's the the case, like it's I know that this is the the funny comparison or this is like where that would be the funniest place to turn the corner or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then kind of like yeah, like reverse engineering it from that. I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think I mean obviously. Uh, like, I am... We're both are, like, writers first, so I yeah. tend, you know, to... Words come first. Yeah, yeah. But lately, I mean, even in, like, that... The new joke that I've been telling... I'm obviously not going to say it on here. <laughs> spoil it for you guys. Yeah, come yeah. check it out. <laughs> but um, the, the one that I've been doing... Um, the
1: uh, Godchildren?
0: Yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, it's a great joke. So I knew... I guess that I wanted, I knew I wanted the turn to be like, I wanted it to be like very like sincere and yeah. like get really quiet. Yeah. And then be like, and then be like a wild It turn. shifts very
1: turn, uh, yeah. sh- sorry, it turns very quickly to like the most horrific thing ever <laughs> and it's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because you walk into this thing and you're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like, a, you know, you might be in this particular circumstance one day or mm-hmm, whatever and then yeah. to turn it on its head like you do is fucking awesome. Yeah. I love that joke. I wish you could say it on here. <laughs> Go see Come her watch live. Me, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, so I think that one I knew. I kind of like had an idea in my head, and I forget. I was thinking. I think I was like working out a set for that for the the, that night or whatever when I was writing it, and I kind of wanted to add something to it. And I, well, the way
1: that the rhythm does flow, I do do see what you mean because it is is poetry at that that point, right? Like you know that it's gonna work, right? But um, like finessing it to the point that that Mm -hmm. it, you know. It it kind of, you know, it it builds like that, right? And I
0: remember, like, sitting there for a while trying to think of the right words to to get to where I wanted to get, like, to to make it fit the way that it does. Like, I was sitting there, like, on, like, fucking, like, thesaurus.com and be like, what can I, like, put here that would, like, make sense and like, both, like... Situations isn't that the fucking worst stuff, right the yeah. best
1: joke that you could ever do comes to you so quickly but the amount of time take like mm-hmm. it takes afterwards to like yeah. really yeah you know like fucking polish it up is yeah fuck yeah, yeah. I, I know what you mean yeah. <laughs> that's a painstaking uh thankless thankless job yeah god
0: <laughs> but it's, i don't know
1: it's kind of my favorite part
0: yeah <laughs> okay last question okay cool so like i said the faces they're kind of notorious for their Uh. live performances being, like, rowdy and, like, Um, (laughs) liquor-fueled. These guys? Yeah. Cool. The last thing that I would think of when I think of this
1: fucking band is, like, yeah, park them up full of tough guys. Right? Well, I don't know if tough guys,
0: but but partiers for (laughs) sure. Yeah, sure. Okay. And so Rod Stewart would, like, walk on stage with a full bottle of, you know, Jim Beam or whatever, and would be, like, taking swigs from the bottle throughout the whole concert. And there was, like, one... one thing i was reading where someone said that like during the concert there were like moments because he's like fucking you know running all over stage and stuff there were moments where he would get like flustered you could see like he forgot where he like set the bottle down and stuff. <laughs> 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 and, um that's why
1: you just need a stool men stand still like i don't know that's yeah. i guess that's a difference in, in yeah. the performance that we drew. but yeah
0: but they're also also heavy drug users uh like i said uh pills cocaine all the good shit yeah absolutely. all that yeah that 70s that good 70s yeah, shit.
1: take us up take us yeah, up yeah
0: and so and the the drummer kenny jones uh gave an interview where he said that like recording with the band was basically like the same deal there was like a pub up the road from the recording studio and they would like get into they would purposely get into like a drunken stupor before they would record or before they'd go on stage like that's just like where they were comfortable and they wanted it to be very loose and like very like kind of messy and stuff that's awesome and so um and like we saw this uh obviously with the recording of rumors as well yeah and and they obviously created greatness (laughs) and um
1: i think i know where you're going with this well
0: (laughs) But we've been talking a lot lately about trying like, not to drink when yeah. we're doing stand-up. Yeah. And so what, like, what is the difference there between these two types of performances where it's like, one, if you're performing music, you can be like, shit-faced and put on a great, fun show and just totally. have a fucking party on stage. But for the most part, there are some exceptions uh, some exceptions definitely but for yeah. the most part you don't want to see a fucking stand-up comedian on stage shit-faced taking swigs from a from a bottle
1: no no and like a wednesday fucking show at 7 30 right saturday late show rowdy with the crowd and stuff like yeah. that i think it's a little bit different right but mm-hmm. i have a problem i think well it's not really a problem but Right now, I'm thinking about, like, the material that I do have and, yeah. like, the rooms that we're doing, I think, like, um, of just adjusting what I'm going to do for mm-hmm. each environment, right? Yeah. Because, I mean, if you're coming, you know, you're, you go out for, like I said, a fucking meal on a Tuesday and mm-hmm. maybe check out a comedy show. We're yeah. lucky that anybody even wants to go see a comedy show on Tuesday, right? Yeah. So, for somebody to get you drunk and scream down their the fucking sea. throat, yeah. right, it's kind of... And uh, there's, like, a level of professionalism, too, because yeah. I give a shit about the thing, so... And it's also not like that, we have, like,
0: a whole band behind us that's, like, putting on a show too. No, it's nobody's like going to fucking... You. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's
1: nobody that's going to, like, pick up for you if you miss a chord or play something wrong, right? Yeah. It's really... It's it's up there, and you really don't have anybody to blame for it but yourself for a bad, you know, show or whatever, unless, I mean, the fucking crowd sets a fire in the fucking, mm-hmm. you know, in, in the bathroom or something like that. Really, it should be up to you to, uh, you know, yeah. to do as well as you can, I think, right? So, uh, yeah, a way to do that, I think, would be would be better with a little bit less booze um yeah. the you know i do think though that there is something to be said about like the like a two or three beer pocket that yep you know what i mean you're kind of in and yeah a, there's a difference between you know i'm gonna comfortably have one or two with you know talk to the rest of the comics and shit before my second go up and then get the fuck out of there i don't yeah. think there's you know anything wrong with that but like the excessive drinking yeah you know the booze one that we've <sighs> that we've done at a few of these ones and yeah, yeah you know we could probably Probably curbed some of that. I what
0: think. is What do you think is the, the drunkest you've been on stage?
1: Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, <laughs> you might know better than me, I think. Mm-hmm. To be honest, I might not...
0: I don't know. I like might not
1: the remember. There's a... Yeah. There was a couple. I think one at um, at Crow's Court when we were outside, where we kind oh. of dummyed a two six of of yeah. like vodka or something. Oh we were drinking God. out of Sprite bottles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was pretty drunk uh, when.
0: the huge um, uh, uh, thing of uh, cider, and we were spiking those with vodka too
1: that's the drunkest I've been on stage (laughs) yes yeah when you're taking 7% cider and fucking filling it with like half a cup of uh a vodka yeah, yeah that's yeah. probably the drunkest i think I've been. <laughs> <has> been. <laughs> for sure. but i mean that is like a glorified open mic with like a, a bunch of comics and stuff exactly. so like, it wasn't that bad. was
0: that was fun there was i have never I been, don't think there I've, was an no i've never there. been like
1: really comics. shit-faced in front of an audience but yeah. i have been like there was a like the, the really early sets, there were the really early spots say, at yeah. Susie's for sure yeah
0: i think like the, but like the re- five
1: beers to like to get up the courage enough to get on exactly. there and stuff and now i think like I have like longer, more in intricate sets that I kind of also want to, you know, fucking remember the way that I wrote them and and, and get them to be as good exactly. as I want to, right? So yeah, yeah. You know, like you shouldn't train, liquored up. Yeah. Right. And so like it's like if like that's kind of what you're doing, to trying to get better, then yeah, it's yeah. probably not the best.
0: Yeah, definitely the early sets. There are a bunch that like I don't even. I would. I'll wake up the next. I would wake up the next day and wouldn't even remember. Yeah. Doing this. Yeah. Set. Yeah. yeah um and now like i think like we also
1: kind of we do like the after set celebration like a little too hard yeah yeah. calm down yeah
0: (laughs) and but yeah at least now though i have so much fun yeah (laughs) but then when we were first starting we would be drinking like hours before the show leading up to it and then be drinking during the show and then be drinking after the show and so yeah when we were up on stage like we'd be drunk like not even like tip like
1: drunk. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think we play it off, like, pretty well, or yeah. whatever, right? Nobody's ever mentioned it. Maybe they they might have thought it right, but we're not, yeah. like, the, you know, we don't roll in shit face and, and make a, a scene. Exactly. Right? We're not, and like, sloppy or mess. Yeah, right? So, but it. maybe yeah. just fucking cut the shit before it gets there. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But I think, yeah, no, I think it's, I prefer being able to remember yeah. the set. 100%. And not, um, not being on stage and thinking, oh, I'm drunk right now and like kind of stumbling around and, right. you know, being worried about tripping over the cord or mm-hmm, some shit mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, can they tell that I'm drunk and it's all that shit? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's better. Um, yeah. two, Two or three drinks, you know maybe get into it a bit afterwards but that's my
1: favorite part right is because yeah. afterwards talking it's like if it's the same as any job right you want to bullshit with with your coworkers or whatever yeah. at the thing right that's where i like to have the drinks so is, is, is afterwards but um yeah really trying to focus on yeah <coughs> excuse me what i'm doing beforehand and maybe like and i'm not even smoking weed before i go up that's oh another yeah. thing too like i'm spaced out on that so
0: yeah i can't um I think it might there be was boring like not
1: partying, but the jokes are much better. Yeah, yeah. I think there was like
0: one time that I maybe like took a couple of hits off of Jare's joint before going up, That'll and do. I was like on stage, like so like stoned, but like being like I can I can handle being stoned, like yeah. whatever. But being stoned in front of an audience, I hosted that when show last their Thursday. Attention is on you? Yeah, it's, like r- it's ridiculous. I hosted yeah. that
1: show last Thursday, and Am was fucking blasting oh, yeah. joints like the entire show basically yeah when he, he was his he was eyes just out were front, like half closed i wasn't even he mentioned it before he went on stage he's like i don't fucking know where i am right now man yeah <laughs> i wasn't even
0: going up that night and like he offered me a hit of the joint and i was like no like i'm looking to to stay awake for the yeah. evening yeah
1: <laughs> good man yeah i, yeah, I no, respect anybody that can do it. Yeah, I can't exactly, do it yeah exactly right. yeah that's just the thing is like a, yeah i i really don't like where i'm at or you know i try to just like be in the moment a little bit when you're up there and shit and i'm like hyper aware that i'm like looking down at myself eh you know it's too much i smoke fucking weed every day i don't need to do it for like something that's like important right?
0: yeah i think i'm more of a i'm in the 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 stage in my my life where smoking weed is really just like a get to sleep
1: Yeah. yeah yeah yeah
0: if i do it during the day then I don't want to do anything else.
1: Totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of what I did with my, with the day off here was just, yeah, exactly. Hangover and and, and just napped or whatever. Right. Like that's cool. Right. But you can't do that shit every day. You lazy son of a bitch. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It is like a weird like job though. where like part of our, like obviously not everyone is like this, but like part of the job for like us, it's like, Oh, well we're going to like probably like have a few drinks afterwards. And I feel like I've been noticing it, especially since things reopen and it's been like a lot of shows being like, Oh shit, this is a lot of days in a row. And I know I'm going to be drinking at all these shows. Yeah. And I'm like fucking exhausted from doing like fucking like, you know, seven to 10 minutes of work
1: yeah, and then yeah. just
0: getting shit faced yeah. spending more, way more than, than we make <laughs> like Far losing more. money. Oh, percent, hundred percent. Yeah.
1: You know, it's the, it's the pursuit I guess, or whatever. Yeah. Right. And I think that that's, um, uh, you know, I don't know. It'd be cool to be cool. Maybe I should start drinking tea. I don't know. We'll figure, <laughs> we'll figure it out one day. <laughs>
0: we'll
1: figure it out one day. Either way, it's, uh, I don't know. It's a shitload of fun. Yeah. And I think there's a difference between like, you know what I mean? A six pack and a bottle of whiskey or something. Exactly. Like
0: that, right? It's not so like we're going on to stage with a bottle of Jim Beam. No, that's awesome. Taking swigs through. Yeah, like that would Rod be-
1: Stewart, fucking more power to you, bud. Yeah, I, w- I don't like your body, nor do I find you sexy, <laughs> bud.
0: I will say that I like have always... Like I find myself like envious of music. I wish I could perform in like a musician does, like be on stage, fucking running around and jumping around, and like you know being able to make music like that 100%. and put on a show like that. That would be
1: so much more fun. Yeah. I don't know. I think, but I think that's like a, the class. A lot of musicians would rather be comedians. A lot of comedians would rather be musicians. Yeah. Feel, you know, everybody wants to be a rock star at some point or something, yeah. right? I think that's a pretty common, uh, thing, right? But the, yeah. Like we do this to talk about music because I never formed a band or whatever. Yeah. I like had the patience enough to you know learn how to play an instrument well enough to be in one, right? Yeah. But I can you know talk shit and yeah, and write jokes. So <laughs> that's the path. Nice. This is the life we chose.
0: <laughs> All right. Final thoughts on the album.
1: It was cool. It was yeah. cool. I like. Um, it's the perfect length. It's a Warner Brothers property. So if you're following <laughs> the, the new um, Space Jam Two, Folklore, Algae Rhythm mm-hmm. is, uh, you know, um, he can essentially travel all the way through this album and plug yeah. it you know and, and against maybe put Rod Stewart up against LeBron in a situation maybe yeah right so <laughs> check out Space champ 2 yeah absolutely horrible
0: yeah anyone who lis- who's listening who likes classic rock and hasn't listened to Faces check out this album for sure you'll probably really like it it's good yeah I hell yeah that's uh that's all that's all I got for ya you wanna bounce yeah peace <laughs>